Okay, <clears throat> so we've uh, we've been in a sugya for a little while now. I enjoy the sugyas of Rabbi Nachman, which we've done in the past. And so we got into this Muna uh, Pshuta sugya, Anim Amin. We've been in it for some time now. There's already the fifth, the fourth, fourth or fifth, fifth of year, I think, even. We started off by discussing or dispelling the chakiras that a person may have, the doubts that a person might have that might try to break his Muna Pshuta. Then we discussed the Sugiva Munapshuta. Last week, if you remember, last week we discussed a person who he's not able to, for whatever reason, is not able to say Animamin out loud. He's stuck. Right? We were saying how if you just say Animamin, believe that you're a believer. I believe that I'm a believer. And there's no there's nothing that could disprove that. How can you disprove disprove that? So last week we saw from Rabbi Nachman, he taught us a nice chiddush, that you could have a person who can't get words out of his mouth. Sometimes you're feeling a little bit droopy, maybe. You're a little bit droopy, you're not, you don't have that, that koach, that strength, you're not feeling it, so it's hard for you to get the words out of your mouth. Rabbi Nachman said that you can, in your head, speak to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, scream to him, in your head, it doesn't take any koach. And he said, through science, he was saying, how the same nerves and the same energy that's flowing through the body when a person actually lets out a scream is happening from the lungs to the nerves to the brain and back down. It's also happening when you scream in that cold damamadaka, in that quiet scream in your head. And Rabbi Nelson told us from Rabbi Nachman that he, that's how he would do his buddhas. He said he'd be in the middle of a big room and you'd be screaming to a Kaddish Baruch Nobody could hear him. It was a scream, but it was called a mamadaka. It was a, in a whisper. So I got, I got a message last week. I mean, it was this week. Someone listened to that Chabura. And he said, he asked, I hear the question. So let's say a person's davening chakras and he's not, he's not feeling it. That happens. He's not feeling it. Can he just daven in his head? Right? Rabbi Nachman says, daven in your head is ke'ilu saying it in a certain way. Can he just daven in his head? So I gave him uh, an answer. And I think we're going to discuss the answer tonight. It's part of the hemshech of the sogia. So I think from the answer, the ultimate answer, is another madrega, another understanding of a munapshut. So this is from Lukute Maran Tzadik Tess. Right, I probably gave you the sheets. Tzadik Tess. And it's this week's Parsha. Works out beautifully. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I daven to Kodesh Baruch Hu. I implored, whatever the word, fancy word for davening here is, at that time, sank. Says Menachem, Dinei. Ha'odun tzorch l'spal b'dveikis godol l'shem izbarach. That a person needs to daven b'dveikis person needs to get to a place of dveikis, attachment, connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu, through his tefillah. And that's, that's, that really is the true point of tefillah, to become close, to become connected, to become attached to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Tefillah is about a give and take, a relationship, a matan, a discussion, a meeting with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, a pegisha, day in and day out. And the way that the conversation usually goes is based on three parts we know. Partially it's praising, Partially it's asking, bakasha's requests, and partially it's thinking. And it's a combination of all of these things throughout Tefillah. 
Brachos, Pesukah Zimra, and you have Kriya Shema, where you're being Mekabel, the relationship, and then Shemona Esra, you're standing there and you're praising. It's supposed to be a give and take. There's supposed to be this conversation, conversation, this relationship being built. There's supposed to be a Dveikas. A person who has a conversation with somebody that they want to speak to, whether it's a spouse, a child, a good friend, through the constant conversation, a relationship develops and a certain, a certain dveikas, attachment. Dveikas means more than just speaking. Of course, there is a deeper emotional connection, and that depends if you want to or not, but hopefully we all would want to have a deeper relationship with a Kaddish Baruch like we would have with a good friend. So the more talking we're doing, you should be, being, you should be getting closer to a level of dveikas with a Kaddish Baruch supposed to be. <clears throat> And of course, we have, even in our regular Shachas and Chamarv, there is a place for personal tefillahs. Right? We're not just stuck to the, you know, the regimen. We have Shema Koleinu. You could add things if you want. There, there is room to be yourself, of course. One should, and Rabbi Nachman is, is he's the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, what's the word? Quintessential. The quintessential, but this, he's like the, the biggest pusher of this. What's the word? The, the champion. The champion of personal tefillah out in the forest, wherever you are. As that also has another aspect of the relationship. It's not forced. You want to. <clears throat> and although, because sometimes a person, and we know, we talk about tefillah a lot, especially in, in, in with Rabbi Nachman, that a person finds sometimes shachas bin chamarav, it's a little bit out of rote. It's the same words every single day. Yeah, a little bit boring. So sometimes a person needs to have his own personal tefillahs. However, what we sometimes forget, and we should become a little bit more cognizant, is that a person has to know what's, what's boring. Like, yeah, let's say you have a kid, and uh, you give him a game. And after, you know, a few hours, like, okay, I'm bored. You tell the kid, yeah, but this one game really has multiple games in it. You didn't get to see all the games. You only saw one. That's crazy. I, I, when, I, when I was growing up, and I'm sure others here, yeah, when, Game Boy, right? Game Boy. One cartridge at a time, one game. Now, go on Amazon, for, for $20, you get the same Game Boy-looking thing with, with 600 games. All the games they ever had on one little thing. Right? It's all there. So the kid plays game number one, and after a few hours and he gets bored, okay, so go to the next one. What sometimes happens with Fila is that we, some, some people get bored of it, but they haven't yet used all the aspects of tefillah. Who says, first of all, do you know what every single word means? Right? Could be that a person's bored, he doesn't know what the words mean. They'll spend some time knowing what they mean. But also tefillah is supposed to be tefillah shabalev, avodah shabalev. Avodah shabalev, just to translate, I think, in one of the most basic ways, what does it mean avodah shabalev? It doesn't say avodah shebepeh. What does it mean avodah shebelev? What does that even mean? That's, that's the classic Chazal, referring to, to tefillah. Right? Tefillah is defined in Chazal, in the Gemara. Everybody quotes it. Avodah shebelev. Now my heart doesn't talk. My heart doesn't sing. My mouth does. Tefillah, I have to look in a sitter. Say the words. So what is, what is he talking about, Chazal? Very posh. What does it mean? Tefillah. To feel it. You have to feel it. Now, that's not always so easy. I don't remember if it was this Chabura or a different Chabura, but 
if a person would be normal, we try to be normal, it's not so simple to be normal, he could be in a happy mood, he could be in a sad mood, right? A person can be in different moods. Why not, why not take the mood, live with it, and then daven through that mood? We think that every time we come to davening, we have to try to get out of whatever we're in and try to muster up the strength to, to be something, I'm not exactly sure what, something that we're not. Like, I guess, like this perfect angel. Right? We have to go to davening and we have to be perfect. That's what we think, even though that's not always so normal. Sometimes things are bothering you in the back of your mind. But we try to, we have this like active cognitive dissonance if, if I can make something up, where we're walking into a situation pretending to be something that we're not when we're not even going to be able to properly pretend because we are actually emotionally, we're bothered by something. And we're going to try to pretend, how are you going to dive in that way? So you're bothered about something, so dive in. Dive in from that place. Dive in from that place. Why not? Why not? It's about the shovel life. Don't, doesn't, doesn't say you have to fake. You don't have to fake it, of course. More often than not, we'll be happy and we'll be optimistic and we'll be positive. But a person's holding by Lev Nishbar, he's going to die. Something happened the day before, he's, he's, he's hurt by it, he's broken by it, he's sad by it, whatever it is. Right, but whoever said that to feel has to be simple. I mean, it does. It, it, true. It. It's, we always want to do, of course, a simcha. We always want to try, but, but if not, if there's a shemba simcha, but if not, and, w- w- what's our option? So, not, so don't daven? Fake it, be a droopy Jew. David Melch, look at David, look at Tehillim. He's a Lev Nishbar, he's happy, he's broken, he's scared. He's... That's how he davened. Of course, it's easier in a certain way to daven your own tefillah from the place of emotion instead of using Chazal's tefillahs. But try just flowing through if you can. What happens to fake it till you make it? What if? What happened to fake it till you make it? <sighs> there is such a thing, but I don't know if we're discussing the sugya of the emotions, that that's the way to do it. Meaning we know, we know that it's better to be in a happy place, to be good. And generally, I think we are. We probably are. But what happens when you're, you're just not? Tomorrow you might be, and the day after that you might be, and you know that's where you want to be, but today you're not. So I don't know if you can right now fake it till you make it. It could be, be honest and daven from that place of honesty until you make it. That, that you might have a better chance. Instead of trying to fake it and then becoming a droopy faker. We're talking about davening here. It could be, it could be, it could be that devakis, it could be there's different types of devakis. We hear the word devakis, we're thinking high spirituality, das elion, Deep meditation. When a person, a person's in a, in a, I don't know, he's in a, I don't want to say bad mood. Let's say he's in a, an emotional mood. He, something happened, whatever. So, so there's no dvekas with his spouse. Only when he's in a happy mood, then there's dvekas. Says with davak right? Cleave to your, cleave to your spouse, cleave to your wife. So only when you're happy, only when things are perfect. Then there's a dvekas. That doesn't make sense. You could be dvek in any, any in any way. There's different levels. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu won't accept you if you come with a Lev Nishbar? Adarab, that's the highest. He doesn't know what's bothering you? Go in with that. Go in with that. That's Tveikus also. There's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> right? Davening is not about becoming the Baal Shem Tev. It's not about becoming Moshe Rabbein. It's about becoming yourself. Right? We, all, we, all, we all heard the Zusha Maisa. Zusha's going to go upstairs and Hashem's going to say, why weren't you Zusha? Simple. Not why weren't you Rabbi the Melech? Why weren't you the Baal Shem Tev? Why weren't you the Magid? Why weren't you Zusha? He's going to call, we're going to go upstairs and he's going to show us the TV screen. And he's going to show us every day going to davening. And he's going to show who you actually were and who you thought in your mind you should be. It's going to be like these two different screens. Right? Who you actually were walking in, whatever mood you're in, and then who you thought you sh- are supposed to be. And you're going to see how their world, they're different, they're totally different places. And that's why the davening just didn't go. It didn't go. Right? So we have to become real. So by davening, they need to make us. And we have to, get to, we have to try to get to that place. To attach ourselves in whatever way, shape, or form. Don't fake it. Be real. Now, what happens is when he says, What happens when there's a time? You can't, you can't even... You're just not there at all. Totally emotionless, droopy as ever. You know, you're just not, it's not happening. You can't even, it's not happening. And everybody has this, we know. Al Yomer, don't say, don't say, I'm not going to daven. A guy says, listen, I have to, there's a business deal. I know 100% the guy's not going to do the deal. So I could spend an hour trying to convince him with him saying no. Or I could just save the hour and not have the meeting and just be gone with it. So if a person is honest, 100% sure, it could be, it could be, so don't have the meeting. It could be. Why waste your time? What's the point? I'm not going to get to that des- that intended desire, that, that goal, that end goal. What's the point? So if we're not going to be able to dominate Vegas, a person knows sometimes he has no chance. Like, zero. Bakoshi's even at shul. Maybe he'll get his thousand filling on by Yishtabach. There's, there's no chance. So maybe just hang up, hang up the cleats today. Maybe today's not the day. Says Al Yomer Don't say I'm not going to daven at all. Because since I'm not able to daven with Vegas anyway, my tefillah my tefillah is not going to be answered. What's the point? What am I doing over here? Let me save some time. So what would a person say? Logically back. Anybody who actually has meetings with people. Maybe. Even though he might say no, even though I'm 99.9% sure, depending on the situation, maybe, maybe. Maybe he won't say yes now, but maybe later he will say yes. Are we over there already? I don't hear it. I don't mind. Pass notes all you want. Maybe, maybe something, something, who knows what will come out of it. Who knows? I'm going to do my ishtadlis. I'm going to do my ishtadlis. Without any expectations. So to over here, don't say you're not going to daven at all. Don't go in like a droopy Jew. I lost this one. I lost this battle anyway. I'm going to be here because of course I have to, I'm a Jew. I have to daven. I have to put on a thousand tefillin. But don't go in like a droopy Jew. Ain't you, Ms. 
Menachem brings a raya, he says. But people get stuck in this, you know? Of course, that's what we're talking about. It's exactly what Menachem is coming against. It's actually different business, though, because like, you will... You will never I, use I this excuse in any other aspect of your life. You, you would go to the meeting. Say, yeah, I'm saying like I would, I would never like. Right by by Gashmi is right. maybe 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 I'll go. But with Ruchnius, droopy Jew. That's just drooping around. That's it. Right, meaning you're never using that defense for anything else. Like you're showing up to the barbecue. Like it doesn't matter. If you're <laughs> right. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Barbecue doesn't make a difference if you show up or or some make believe person shows up. Like somebody who's acting to get the deal or just acting friendly. 100%. But meaning you're not well, going to use you're showing offense. up to talk to the best of the world. You have to show up. 100%. So you think, so Rabbi saying, you think that you have to show up. Mm-hmm. So he's going to define to us what it means showing up. And he's going to give us a big etza in how when we're, we don't feel, again, we don't feel that we could show up. He's going to teach us how we can show up anyway. But he brings a Gemara. Chazal brings from the Gemara. I'll just read the bold, but then I add the Gemara in a minute. You've probably heard this Gemara. Okay. I'll bring the whole Gemara. Look at the, look at the next line here. Yeah, I put the Gemara there, right? Brachas. The Gemara says like this. There's a Maisa that the son of Rabbi Gamliel got sick. Shiger shnei tamidei chacham etzar bechanim medosa. So he sent who messengers two tamidei chacham to bechanim medosa. Lavakish lavrachamim to ask that bechanim medosa the tzadikador that he should daven for his son. Kevin shirosam. The moment he saw these messengers, allah la aliyah ubikish lavrachamim. He went to the attic and he davened for mercy. Interesting, right? He saw them coming. And he kind of knew what was going on. Biridoso, as he came down from the attic, and these messengers come in, Amr Lahem, he said, Luchu shechalatsatu chama. Go, because his fever has passed. Rabbi Gamliel's son's better. Amr they said to him, Vichinaviyata, you're a prophet? How could you possibly know that he's better? Amr Lahem, Lo navi anochi, Lo benavi anochi, I'm not a navi, I'm not the son of a navi. But I have, a, I have a Masora. Im shegura tefila sebefi. If my tefila coming out of my mouth is smooth, yodea nishu makubel. I know that it was accepted. Vimlav, and if it does not come out smooth, as Pashpat Shalom the Gemara, yodea nishu matarif. I know that it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. Yoshua kasu v'kivne osasha. So the Tamidim wrote down the exact time that he said this. He said to them, Havoda, it's like a promise. It wasn't any less, it wasn't any more. It was exactly that moment that he came down and he said that, that the son started to feel better and he asked for a drink of water. That's the mice. So, Rabbi Hanin Mendoza has this koach of tefillah. And Rabbi Nachman explains the Gemara, he says, <clears throat> this Gemara, Rabbi Mendoza is what we're saying. That when Rabbi Hanin Mendoza said, my tefillah is smooth in my mouth. So the Pashib shot, the way you probably learned, the way that I learned for sure, was that if it came out smooth, 
or the, the fancy word is mellifluous. Right? It came out smooth. My, my father used to use that. Mellifluous. You heard it here first. No? He didn't know the word. You like that? came from my father. I don't know what I can tell you. You see, you said that. I can't spell it, though. Can you spell it? I can't spell it. Anyway, <laughs> it's like a scrabble word. Crosswords. So if it came out smooth and you didn't err on the words, you know, people, sometimes you have a smooth davening. Every word's just flowing nicely. And some days it's, it's, it's not going so well. You're a little tired. The words aren't coming out clear. So Nachman says, that's not Pshat. Pshat is in Bedveikas. Shazaya Tula Shagura Marutza Befiv. If Rabbi Chanin Mendoza was holding in a place of Dveikas, so then the Tefillah was going to come out smooth from his mouth, because it's Indian of Dveikas. And then Mikubelis. Then it's going to be accepted. He knew. If he's in a state of Dveikas, which is the, the point we want to get to in Tefillah, so then when he davened, he davened in the state of Dveikas, Mikubelis. He knew that his Tefillah for Rachman, for the son of Rabbi Gamliel, was going to be accepted. Vim Lav. And if he wasn't in a state of Tevekis, he knew that his tefillah wouldn't be answered and it's not going to go. So what do you see from this Misa? I think this is what Rabbi Nachman's bringing out. If Rabbi Chinnini Mendoza didn't feel the Tevekis, then why would he go daven? Right? He knows, going up to the attic, you feel it or you don't feel it. If you feel the Tevekis, Gvaldik, so daven, and it'll be accepted. If he's not feeling the Vegas, what's the point of davening? You're not gonna, it's not going to be accepted. And anyway, the kid's gonna, he's going to be sick. But what happened? Don't ever say, I'm not going to daven, I don't feel the Vegas. Rabbi Chinnim Mendoza davened. Rabbi Chinnim Mendoza went, and he knew, this time happened to be, he did feel it. But he knew, he says, sometimes I know that I'm not feeling the Vegas, I'm not going to be answered. He still davened. Vim yulo yuchol. So this is Rabbi Nachman gives him a huge, huge Eitzah. <clears throat> so again, one would think if the whole tachlas of tefillah is to get to a place of tveikas, of whatever tveikas, again, we said before, some level of attachment to Kodesh Baruch. If you can't get to that place, what's the tachlas? What's the point? So Benachman is saying, still you have to daven. Again, what's the point? So, there's two levels here. There's a level prati, and there's a level kloli. When it comes to davening, prati, the specific avod of tefillah, avod shabalev, we want to get to a place of dveikas. That's the point. We have to try our best to get to that place. But a person says, I can't get there. So what should I do? Drop, down like a droopy Jew? He's being honest. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to get there today. I can't even fake it. I can't be real. I can't even be... Even if it's a lay finish, I it's, it's not happening. So what should I do? Maybe it's better I don't come to Dominic at all. It's better than being a droopy Jew. I don't want to be a droopy Jew again, you know? So Nachman says, no. You daven bekol kocho. What does it mean, daven bekol kocho? Daven bekol kocho means trying to daven as well as you can. Now, that means you might not be feeling at all. You might not be in the head so you even understand what the words you're saying are. But you could daven all the words out loud. We gave, we gave a few shirin about this, the sugi of tefillah a while back, last year. And we discussed the sugi of, of Bekol Kocho. And it means a few different things. It's the first Torah of Nachman talks about davening Bekol Kocho. Uh, he's tefillah Bekol Kocho, right? Learning Bekol Kocho? No, tefillah. So, prati is what? 
Prati is the, is the actual dvekis that you're supposed to feel by tefillah. But very often you can't get there. So in terms of klali, you still do the avoda. Daven b'kol koach. Daven alar. Daven alar. You have no idea what the words are saying. You really don't feel it today. But daven out loud. What does that show? What does that show? What does it mean when... We'll give an example. What does it mean when your team is losing? We're in baseball season here. Your team is down 12 nothing. It's the uh, and it's or fifteen nothing. It's the bottom of the ninth, and your team's up, and it's already one out. You want to beat the traffic, so you want to you got to get out of there fast, where everybody else gets out. But you stay. You know the team's going to lose. They're going to lose. There's no question. Twenty-one nothing. I don't care. Make it crazy. But you stay. What does that show? Your faith. Your faith. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my hot dog. It shows that you have faith. It shows that you have a Muna. Not necessarily in this game, not Dafka, but in this team, in general. In general. This is my six-year-old son. If they all get on base, and then he hits a grand slam, and there's only one out left, and then he makes it, it's like, like they're down. It's over. So there's two. One the whole, okay, so this is good. One second. You ruin your kid. Well, then, you know what? Yes and no. I mean, yeah, he's 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 being. I think what the rabbi's saying. Correct. He's having he's, the faith. He's figuring that's out what he's trying to say. Holding in so it's it's like this tied game, and there's three uh, two seconds on the clock on the basketball. Right. Exactly. You know. He's so it's like in that place that like it's very possible this can happen. So this is so this is this I think Moshe. This is what you were trying to you that that was your thought when you said faith. That's what you were thinking. Like, you believe that maybe they could do it. I went through this a lot in Fenway Park in Boston, don't worry. Oh, sorry to hear. Oh, against the Yankees? Yeah, just, just, I don't know. I've Boston. been there a lot. So one second. When I, when I, want to get, I want to get it very clear. There's two ways you could say this. There's a person could say, let's dive in B'kol Koach. B'kol Koach means, I'm not feeling it, but I have a Muna Pshuta. And maybe, 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 if I daven b'kol kochol, then maybe it will bring me to some level of emotion and I will daven well. 100% sure. Then that's one of the reasons why you should daven b'kol kochol because don't just leave the game, maybe they will win. Or don't just leave the meeting when there's 10 minutes left. You never know. Heaven, and Muna doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right? But maybe, that's what Kodesh Baruch wants and I want to be there. I want to be there to be part of it. But if you don't go, if you cancel, if you resign too early, then... You're not there. But it also means something even, even more. Is that if a person knows that he's not going to daven well today, and if he still says the words out loud, that might be a higher madrega for that to you. I'm not saying do it every day, but that's the highest level of a munapshuta. I know I'm not going to feel it. I'm not going to get what I request. I'm not going to get the devekis. I'm not going to get the tainig. Kodesh Baruch is not going to answer my tefillahs because it's dependent on Dveikis. When a person davens for Dveikis, when a person davens for something, a little bit, a little bit, it's selfish. A lot of it sometimes. But even if not, it's a little bit selfish. When a person knows he's not going to daven well, there's no enjoyment today in davening. I'm not probably not going to get what I'm asking for today. It's just me standing there and just saying words that actually shows his Amun Apshut and Baruch more than anything else. Hmm? Exactly. 
It's a Shema. It's a Muna Pshuta. I believe that there's a Boreolum. I believe that he wants my tefillahs. It's not going to be good today. But I'm still going to put my koach in. Not because I, not because I think my daven will end up being well. It'll be good. I'll get emotional. Not because of that. Because I believe in Kodesh Baruch Hu. You say it, even if you don't feel it. It's nothing to do with feeling. We get caught up in this world of feelings. Especially when people are in Hasidus. Because Hasidus is supposed to bring out emotions. Sai Chabad, Sai Bresov. Supposed to bring you to a state of Devekis, heightened connection, feeling to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And a lot of people who experience that, when they learn Hasidus, and they try to act in a Hasidus, they feel it, they say, this is, this is the real deal. This is it. I feel it now. But then if a person doesn't understand the is for real, for real, he gets caught in that place. And he thinks he always has to feel it. He always has to be perfect. This, he, is, the, this is the best. This is it. Keep it going. <laughs> and we get, we, get, we get all bent out of shape. We become all crooked. It happens in every avod that we do. Davening is the head honcho of this. As I've said in other chaburs, I feel bad, but I feel like davening has been thrown out already for most people for 20 years already. It don't work. I don't get what I want. It doesn't work. I'm done. Droopy Drew, davening syndrome for 20 years. Because they didn't necessarily understand what tefillah was. They don't understand what a munapshuta is. And a munapshuta means you do the avoda because it's the emes. Emes ve'emuna. Chok velo yavor. It's emes. It's a muna. It's a chok. You just do it. It will come at some point. Maybe not today. But stay in the game. It's a muna. This is, this is what this is what Rebbe Nachman, this is what Rebbe Nachman is teaching us. And he says, then Viter, he says something that's also MS. But don't rely on this. This is trying to keep us in the game. And he says, this is from Balsham, this is Balsham Tov 101. Look at the next line. This is an emes. The emes is that all the energy that's flown through the world, nothing gets lost. So if you have a daven that does that, that wasn't with Devekis, where does it go? In the garbage can? And it's taken with the garbage out and sent out somewhere? I don't even know where all the garbage goes. On some barge somewhere? No. It's not what happens with tefillah. These are words of tefillah. At the end of the day, these are still words of tefillah. So where do they go? They didn't get upstairs. The Malachim were like, nah, this one I'm not going to take upstairs today. It wasn't Vegas, it wasn't Shagar B'fiv. So where does it go? So the Swarm teaches, and Balshamti teaches, it hangs around. It just hangs around. When a person is zochet to one tefillah. One tefillah with Vegas. One. Azayale kolat tefillahs imat tefillah hahi shespal karoi. All those, who knows, weeks, months, years maybe, of tefillahs, all go up with that one tefillah with tefillahs. They all piggyback off him, and they all go to Shalom. If you dropped out early, if you dropped out early, then you have nothing. Right? Then you have nothing to go up with that one tefillah with tefillahs. You lost the whole thing. If you daven, even if you're not feeling it, Day after day, week after week, month after month. Even if it doesn't go up, you have an entire world that's waiting to go up. And when you die on that one with Kavana, that one with Vegas, wow, it's going to feel so good. Because it, it's really like a thousand feels in one time. 
And it was all worth it. They all had an aliyah. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. In Munab And Munab Shuta stay in the game even when it doesn't make sense. What's the point? I'm not going to die with Vegas. It's not going to go anywhere. Who cares? And Munab Shuta stay in the game. Do what is Hashem because it's the Emes. Emes Emun. Yeah, what? Sorry, I tried to walk into a shoal and he couldn't walk in because the tefillahs were... I forgot to my assignment. It was too packed. With Gaiva, maybe, was it? The like didn't go at all. They stayed in the shoal. They, they, they never... They, right, because I think it was, there was a, it was a lot of Gaiva going on, maybe? Yeah, was, was, yeah, but I don't remember the end of the mice. So then I think he was davening outside or something and said, why could you go in? I have it. It's in the big book. I've seen it. Yeah, I read it. Yeah. Okay, we'll get it. So now, just to end off this this Torah, Rabbi Nachman Tzadik he ends off with this expression. Mm-hmm. Like we start off, <coughs> he says, "What he just said was what Moshe Rabbeinu was davening for this in the beginning." This expression. Moshe Rabbeinu said, "I daven Hakadosh Baruch So we all learn the pasuk. We all learn it. How do we learn the pas- the, the pasuk? That at that time. When Moshe Ben is standing in front of the people, he dove into Kodesh Baruch. I tried to get in. 515 tefillahs, we all know. Veschanah, come out your 515, come out your tefillah. Do you think that he was only davening then? The second that Kodesh Baruch said, you're not going in, he was davening. And I bet the second that a Kodesh Baruch told him, by the snack, you're going to go to Eretz Yisrael, he was probably already davening. He was davening for many, many years to get to Eretz Yisrael. I was always davening to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Sometimes it was with Vekas, sometimes not with Vekas. Sometimes we just, he, I just said the words, I want to go to Eretz Yisrael, but he didn't feel it. But Esa, he lay more at that time. What's that time? At that time, that I was Zochet to daven one feel with Vekas. Shubachinas, Shagurat philosophy. Says Moshe Rabbeinu, that, that smooth feeler from my mouth. At that time, saying, when it was smooth, coming out of my mouth, When those words were said from my mouth, carefully, they were said in a way of appeasement, because I davened b'dveikis, all my tefillahs went up. Kodesh Baruch still said no. And we learn... This is, this is the raya, one of the rayas that I think, that teaches about the amkas of tefillah. Moshe Ben Adam is 515 times. We learn from this tefillah and the 515 tefillahs how to daven. We learn tefillah from this tefillah. And it was a tefillah that was never answered. He got rejected. The answer was no. And yet we learn from this tefillah. <coughs> because we learn that tefillah is not about getting answered. It's not the tachlis. It's part of it. We want to. Kashbah wants to hear about kashas, but it's not the purpose. The purpose is the vacas. The purpose is a relationship. The purpose is daven, even when it doesn't make any sense. Kashbah already said no. Kashbah said no 514 times. And he said, don't daven anymore. I'm going to say it again. And yet Moshe Rabbeinu is still daven. He's still daven. He's still daven. Because it was about the relationship. Even if you're upset. Just keep going. Just keep going. It's a munam shuta. In munam shuta, there is no end. If it's a Muna with, based on Sikhlis, you could get caught up. If someone comes with a bigger logic, or if you've dived in 515 times and you're like, listen, I, I get, 
I know, I know Avram Vino had a rough time, I know, but this is too many times. This is just too many times. I'm done with this. But if, it's a, but if you can get to the Madrig of Amun Abshuta, there's no, there's no end. Because there was never a reason in the beginning. It's not dependent on anything. It's like an Ahava Shalotel Bedavar. It's an Ahava that's, that's unconditional. There's no reason. If there's no reason, then there's no reason to stop. That's what we want to get to. That Avod is Hashem Shabbat Madrega, that there is no reason why we're doing it except for the fact that it's the Amos. That's it. Then you'll never stop. Today, I can't today. I don't know. I'm not sure. Just do it. Machazik yourself. And Either said than done, but we have to try. So now it's just, I want to just read this, this last little part of here. Look at Moran. This is from, this from, sorry, Torah Tess. Ikrachis <clears throat> of a person is from Tfilah. So this is the problem. Because we go into Tfilah like droopy juice. The Ikrachis is supposed to come from Tfilah. But you got to put some energy into Tfilah to get the energy back out. So if a person is lacking Chiyas, this is where you might have to fake it a little bit till you make it. But Kol Kolcho, if you really can't have that Vegas, you can't have any attachment, then you got to fake it. But Kol Kolcho, just put it in. It's not really faking even, but you understand. Not faking, it's real Tfilah, it's a Muna Pshuta. But you're faking the out loudness, meaning if I would, if I would do the Avoda according to the way I feel, then I would just... And we all know if you're actually, we all, we all know if you're actually davening or not. It doesn't really matter what everybody else thinks, but you know, you know, the, you know those guys. I'm always wondering, like, if you're saying, how are you actually saying the words? I'm hearing, but okay. I don't pay attention to anybody, really. It doesn't matter. Each person has their cheshbon. Could be the David Munuk Could be. Could be. Could be they're having a really bad day and Taka, they're there. So maybe they're having a Munuk Shuta and their davening is higher than mine. Could be. But Akuponim Chias comes from Tefillah. Kamosh Kazim, the pasuk says Tefillah Lekel Chayai. Davening to Kadosh Baruch Hu, that's my that's my Chias. Ubeshvil Zetzarich Lesvabe Kol Kocho. Therefore, a person has Davening to Kol Kocho. It doesn't say Tveikus. Doesn't say Tveikus. That's a different Indian. You have to Daven to Kol Kocho. Daven out loud. It's an Eitzah Tova. That's an amazing Eitzah. Doesn't say. I didn't say yelling. He didn't say Bitzaaka. Don't say if they yell, it's not stolen. Say the words out loud. That's it. You don't have to scream. It's the simplest and one of the most powerful aids. Davin out loud. To yourself, quietly to yourself, but audible, not whispering. Try it. Try it tomorrow. It'll take your droopiness and turn it inside out. You'll see. You can't be droopy for davening out loud. It's almost like not shy. It diffuses the droopiness. I'm going to say it a few more times, Marshall. I'm going to say it a few more times. And you know my comment's going to be that, uh, that this isn't an excuse, but you've been here that if one were to daven like that, you're never going to keep up with the minion. If you daven out loud? If you daven out loud... Say I don't know. If you daven out loud with that kavana, you could keep up. No, if you daven out loud and say every word, you will not keep up with the ball feel here. So fine. So Davin Alad and keep every word and wherever you get to, you get to. Davin Alad. What's the option? So you're whispering or you're not saying the words? Some people are not saying the words. That's a problem. Skip around. You've did them. Nah. Can't. 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 So then, then, then Davin out loud, your pace, but keep moving. Try to be there on time, like we've discussed, and just keep going. Keep going. You catch him by Chazar's shots. You can always start with the Chaz and then. It's a bit the but if you have to, you have to. 
I, I've heard that sometimes by the minyanim if they're too fast, it's anyway. It's like a it's like a bidiavet situation. It's already a bidiavet daven so fast. Okay, and we have to catch trains. We have to go to work. We're living in a we're living in Gaulus. Our tefillah is unfortunately for a lot of times it's a bidiavet. What can do? But Baruch Hashem, we're there. So do what you can do. But say it a lot. Say it a lot. Say it a lot. When a person davens out loud, he puts his koch into the osios, into the bays, into the reish, into the vav, into the chaf. His koch becomes renewed then. Everything in this world is based on the osios. The world is built in the osios. Your whole name, everybody's name here is based on osios. Whether it's a memshon hey, a yud vav samachvei, it doesn't matter what it is. It's all based on osios. So when you put your koch into the osios, your own osios get enlightened. A renewal. In the morning we have a moon in you, Kadosh Baruch Hu. Ki amuna hi tefillah. Even without dveikas. We're not talking about dveikas in this Torah. Just davening out loud. Being there and davening out loud, that's already level of amuna. Amuna pshuta. You work on that, the sky's the limit. Because once a person locks into Munapshuta, nothing can stop him. It's not there's no reason anyway. his hands were spread in in And we all know we all know Eretzel's Bechinas Amuna. Rabbi Nachman says many times that we're in goals because of our lack of Amuna. That's what we're in right now. So with Tfila Bemuna, Tfila Kelchai, with our work on Amunapshuta, just saying Animam and whether you Believe it, you don't just say it. Believe that you're a believer in some play. Animamin she'animamin. Again and again and again, saying it out loud, saying it out loud, saying it out loud. Creating that koach inside of yourself. That'll bring you to a gula. Bring you to a gula. Right? Jupiness is gullus. Getting out of that is gula. And Amir Tashem, if we all do, we could bring ourselves, all of us, together, collectively, out of this gullus into a place of gula, shlema, amitis, from here, Amen. Amen.